Man, oh man. Man, oh man. I don't want to cover the Baymax. Not the B-Mix. What's up, y'all? My bad. I'm bullshitting. The lights ain't working. Can you hear me? Aesthetically, I'm pleasing. Aesthetically. They said I got my color back. I think it's awesome. What's going on, beautiful people? Why is that so loud? Why is it? Dom the Monko Monko. Dom the Monko Monko. Yeah, we in there. What's good? How y'all doing? Shout out to this water, Pure Life. Mmm. I ain't gonna front. I know I didn't test positive for COVID, but man, I want to test again because this is uh, it's taking forever, y'all. I'm just tired of being tired. Let's get into today's show. Let's get into our topics. Let's get into what we got to get into. Tell you the truth, like uh, let's just start recording and then we'll talk about today's show. We'll start uh, we'll start chit chatting and chat chitting. Kevin Gates woke up and chose violence. He just don't talk about Jay-Z's wife, dog. But it's going to be an interesting summer. Interesting. Always. Always. If you can't hear the music, it's because you're watching. If you want to listen to the music, head over to Apple Podcasts, head over to Spotify, or anywhere else our, uh, our podcast is listened to. <laughs> We're on Audible, we're on Prime, Twitch, Facebook uh, for a little while longer. I think they're getting rid of the pods over there uh, and many other places. It's going to be a good show, though. I got some pretty good things to talk about, and um, I'm still trying to have, I'm trying to get a jobs. The recession is here, and a jobs is what I need. And I think I'm going to take a supervisor position because I want to be a boss. So I'm a bad bitch. It's going to be a bad bitch summer. <laughs> it's Kasabian Kasabian Live 01 What's going on beautiful people I'll be your host Kasabian Live We're live from Las Vegas This is episode 233 And uh, I think I said I'll be your host Kasabian with talent on loan From God it's the only way we do it around here. What's going on, beautiful people? How's everybody doing? I feel like uh, I feel like it's not a Friday. It feels like a Saturday. Like we missed this whole week. It's been a hundred and change in Las Vegas. Just so you know. And before we get started, as a matter of fact, uh, Las Vegas is is uh, morning today. An officer was uh terribly well. Uh, an accident an officer was in a car accident this morning with a beam a construction beam was hit by another vehicle a semi and it fell over and crushed the vehicle killing the person inside and the person inside was actually a, a police officer that was coming that was off duty headed home uh rest in peace that is um a very difficult that's sad it's very very sad everybody was talking about final destination and we didn't know what happened that part of town has been under construction for a long time it's a sketchy sketchy part of town uh, rest in peace to that that officer and um you know condolences to your family and hopefully they can find some peace that's you never know when when your time is up oh we talking about justin we will be talking about justin real bad so let me talk about my job hunt i didn't stop my job hunt i've just mitigated it so i'm making money but i'm not making as much as i would like to and that's just the truth of the matter like crypto's down bad my investments down bad like savings drying up i'm gonna keep it a buck because what's the point of bullshitting there's a warehouse down the block from where i stay and i want to work there <laughs> you would think i live back on 23rd no look there's a new warehouse i don't even know if it's new but they pay well they have a decent salary and i wouldn't mind working there so i put in my apps and shit let me see what's up yo the last four of the places that i put in my apps and they hit me back and i'm upset how hard is it to get a regular job like, and 
I'm taking it. I scheduled my new test. It's not even a test. I missed one class for my license. And it's not that I missed it. I didn't take it because I wasn't paying attention. I, I, I fucked up. My license has been my real estate license. My realtor's license has been sitting on just inactive for the past six months. And I'm thinking about getting it back. And all I got to do is take one class and then pay some fees and I can get it back. I just don't see myself selling a house anytime soon. So I need a jobs and I want this warehouse job because I want more stability right now. Honestly, I don't think y'all understand. We need to talk about this because people always think that being a, an entertainer or a rapper or whatever I've done, um, made a lot of money and made me live this great life. And I'm not going to lie to you and say I didn't. I did. Unfortunately, though, the financial system and this country is built for regular people like you that work regular jobs. If you work a regular job, you're able to secure loans. You're able to live in a home. You're able to buy vehicles. You're able to get insurance. I have paid cash for my insurance, dental, health, all that insurance since 19. All my kids were cash. It's about 5,700 bucks to have a kid. I paid cash for all that shit. I bought vehicles cash because it's hard to show two years of steady income as an entertainer. Yeah, I could have. 400,000 in the bank and a million in savings, but I can't leverage that to get loans. I didn't know how to then. Now I'm in a different position in life. I'm not as cash fucking rich as I once was. And I have realized that at this age, this whole system has been built for everybody that works nine to fives. It really is. Nobody's house costs a half a million dollars. Let's stop saying that. A 30 year loan for your home is a little bit ridiculous, right? And the reason why I say it's a little bit ridiculous is because most people move after seven years. So you're technically only taking out a loan for seven years. Once you sell the home, that loan is terminated. So you don't have it anymore. So we shouldn't speak of home prices as in that giant chunk, because we, honestly, you need a 10 year loan to hold the house down and then split, right? That's easier said than done for people that have nine to five jobs. So if you have a regular job, I implore you go sit down with a loan officer immediately, get a home. Get out from underneath the car payment, get yourself a house so that you have some type of equity and you're able to move forward in life and don't have to worry about where your next money is going to come from. Once you have a home, you will understand the benefits always outweigh the negatives and you'll be able to see. Guess what's never going to go down? Rent. That shit is up and it's stuck. You want to make money for the rest of your life? Go buy two or three rentals and sit on them. If you have a nine to five, that is your key to getting a loan, to getting those rental properties that will put money in your pocket for the rest of your life and your kid's life. Uh, life insurance. Go get life insurance. It's, it's, it's necessary. We got to stop. A police officer was killed in traffic today. Just driving home. Wasn't even like police related. This shit is the craziest shit I've ever seen. We got to be better. We just got to do better. But speaking about loans, loans are... are the tightest they've ever been. So when you have a job and you can prove stability, banks fucking love you. Use that to your advantage. Don't wait for tomorrow. Don't wait for your 800 credit score. Don't wait for the right time. There's never a right time. The best time to buy a house is right now. The best time to always buy a house is yesterday. Houses aren't going down. They've never gone down. They, it, there's anomalies. The big recession of 2008 and seven. But the reason why that happened was because of bad loans. We're not in a bad loan situation right now. These are the most strict loans that we've ever seen. They're not giving away money. This shit is very difficult to qualify for money. Uh, I guess we'll be talking more and more about finances because we're going to need to. But, you know, if you take away anything from anything that I can give to you is go work a job and then take that job and use it as leverage to borrow from the big banks and put yourself in a good position in life. I know people used to say debt's not a good thing. Sorry, Ramsey. I did that. You got me out of debt and then I went cash and, and I cash flowed my businesses. I cash flowed everything to the point where I was the bank. I don't want to be the bank. I want to play with other people's money and save my shit and let my shit grow for my grandkids and my kids. That was a huge mistake. You know, spending cash on everything wasn't a good fucking thing. Man, it's it's it's. <sighs> Man. All right. My bad, y'all. I just wanted to get that out there. Please look into getting home loans. Look into Tesla. Just put out their electric truck. It's 5,000 down, 20,000 in a month. Go get an electric Tesla rig. Mike, go get you a Tesla. It's a, it's a million mile guarantee. They're about a thousand miles per battery because they have chargers built on them. Listen, it's time to take control. 
shit's about to get really bad. And today's fucking whole show is basically that. You know what's real bad? We'll talk about it. <laughs> I'm just going to pop up with different uh, things that I got on my list because I didn't even run them down. But we'll definitely get into okay. it. it. Let me tell you something. Hold on. It is very amazing how the banking system, the financial system, and everything has been made very complex in order to make the average person fear it and not use it in their in, 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 for good or in their benefit, right? When in reality, the entire fucking system was built around the middle class, the low-end class. I mean, it's built for people that work regular jobs, but they make it so that they can't fucking learn how to use it. It's the most embarrassing thing ever. And hey, here's a secret. I don't know if y'all know this or not, right? Homes have only been a thing for a hundred years. Mortgages, real estate, this whole idea of paying for a mortgage and shit is fake. We made all this shit up. We made all this shit up. Most real estate agents have two jobs. Did y'all know that? Most real estate agents live off of somebody else because they don't make enough money to sell homes. It costs money to make money. I know an agent that he spent $250,000 on YouTube because he couldn't sell a house. He took his $250,000 investment, jammed it onto YouTube videos and content creation. And now what he does is go around just doing this bullshit to people. But it took him $250,000. He said either I use this on marketing and sell more houses or I put this shit into YouTube and I bounce. And he did it. He met other people. And I'm just like, damn, maybe that's the way to go. I, I want a more organic growth to my show. I want this shit to last for years and years. I don't want to be a flash in the pan and disappear. I've had that opportunity. I don't want that. Not at all. I think we need to start looking at housing different. Honestly, I think it's a stupid fucking thing that we do. We move so much money that nobody ever moves. Like, honestly, I want to know the percentage of people that sit in a home 30 fucking years all the way through. I don't buy it. That structure is bullshit. Then they convince you to get a 15 year. So you spend more money up front. You should never spend more money up front. There is nowhere, no way, no how you should ever put up more money up front, especially right now. Take your money and put that shit in everything else. <clears throat> My bad. <clears throat> that's my boy shout out to mike two tesla trucks two man oh man all right let's talk about that new tv show that's on revolt with uh with young miami that i didn't watch i just saw the clip real bad it was trending so i'm gonna use it because it's real bad whatever the fuck she was talking about here's a uh a, a good um analysis on Twitter. I'm going to give you guys a percentage of people in America that actually use Twitter. There's 356 million of us. How many of us do you think are really on Twitter? We'll talk about that. We'll also get into luxury home sales dropping. And what does that mean for the economy now? Are we ready for what's to come? Kevin Gates is a fucking animal. And I'm kind of excited for what else he's got going. There's a Frank Lloyd Wright house for sale. If you don't know who Frank Lloyd Wright is, I implore you to Google this man. He is a architect genius. One of my inspirations in architecture when I was in school for architect and I was going to school for design, I fell in love with Frank Lloyd Wright as many other interior designers and architects have. And I studied this man and knowing that this house is for sale for only $8 million, I'm blown away. There's actually a home that was built here in Las Vegas by his closest apprentice. And it might be the closest thing to a Frank Lloyd Wright house that I could purchase here in Vegas. And it's in Lake Las Vegas. Gorgeous on its own island. That's how fucking dope this house is. Let me tell you, Frank Lloyd Wright sells a home or there's a tour for one of his homes. Go look. It's going to be fucking amazing. I promise you. I promise you. Uh, Jake Paul has a fight coming up. What is what is he doing now? Because he kind of disappeared and now he's a real boxer. And let's see who gives a fuck. The last fight sucked, dick. Congratulations to Britney Spears. <laughs> Britney Spears got married. Shout out to Britney. Not that long ago, we were trying to free Britney. Britney's free. Britney's married. Britney's living a great life. Shout out to Britney Spears, her new husband, her ex that tried to come and fuck up the wedding. Homie, let that shit go. That's amazing. Uh, shout out to Britney Spears. Again, let's give a round of applause. Yeah. Go for Britney. Oh, bro. I've known Britney for like 25 years, bro. Uh, so I live in a part of Vegas that was once rural and now it's more of a suburb. There's a lot of businesses in this area in which uh, I've been able to make friends with and watch their businesses grow. Here's one that's really shocking and I suggest you start to buckle the fuck up. And I mean that literally. Repos are up 400%. 
repos repossessions are up 400%. People aren't going to keep paying these high ass uh high ass car notes. That's out the window. We'll talk about that. And then uh we have three stories that we'll get into, three articles I should say we'll get into. One has to do with Justin Bieber. Uh that boy has been dealt a difficult hand. And I know Joe Budden likes to shit on Biebs. <sighs> this one's tough. Let's talk about what's going on with Justin Bieber and uh you know prayers to his family. We'll talk about consumer spending. It's 1980 all over again. The year is 1980. Let, let's let's put ourselves right back into the 80s. And how do we climb out of this hole? Population is 10x, maybe 100x. Our government is in shambles. Inflation is as high as it's fucking ever been, and it probably will go up. Gas will probably hit seven, maybe eight dollars. Average rent right now cost across the entire country is $2,000. That means you have to have a job that you get paid over $15 or $16 an hour just to pay rent. How do you afford anything? Somebody help me understand. That's why I quit being a realtor. Not nah, commercial. Okay, let me, this is something we'll, we'll, we'll talk about right now. We're going to talk about what's going on with these prices because somebody misunderstood me last week. When I said prices are coming down, let me make things clear. Before the pandemic hit, I wish I had a paper with me. Before the pandemic hit, houses were 310, 325. Your average home. That same home today is 480, almost $500,000. And it's not that high because supply has just completely evaporated. Not at all. There was many things that led to that price jump. Okay. Nobody could move. The rent moratorium happened. Nobody could leave. So that causes stagnation in the market. People aren't selling. Besides, people weren't selling, you know, the because there wasn't repossessions happening. There wasn't people getting kicked out of their homes. People weren't selling because of fear. So as homes sat, their value went up. Because if you sold a house around, I mean, the houses have gone up even more because it just seems like there's never enough houses. As of right now, there's only 2,300 houses for sale in Las Vegas. And that's short. We need that about every week. Like a good month in Vegas is like 4,000 houses for sale. And that's like steady going, going, going. So it's like continuously 4,000, not just like 4,000. And we dried up 4,000 gives us about a month of selling month and a half of selling power, which is great. That's, that's what you need to, to, to survive. So houses weren't selling, people weren't moving. And then we created this bubble at the time at the time there was a bubble as far as inventory then the second bubble that came was the supply chain when the supply chain stopped more prices went up on the houses that were available because they were done and they were easy to just turnkey ready to get into so you had a hot commodity if you had a house for a couple of months in between the new builds and after covid right those two bubbles popped and pushed we covered that with stimulus checks, with PPP loans, and many things in between. The supply has not gotten better. What's really fucking up the supply is that these giant hedge funds have been coming in and buying two, three, four, five hundred houses every week, and they're using first-time home buyers' buying power against them because they know that first-time home buyers are only going to go in at three percent. It doesn't behoove you to spend any more money but they can come in with cash and offer 10 20 000 over they can over they can actually offer quicker closing they can go when you get an fha loan which most people should get an fha loan there's a lot of rules that come with fha loans it's the federal housing authority there's inspections they expect the house to be livable they expect the house to be in in decent condition and everything working which is a big deal when you're buying a new house, not a big deal when you're a huge hedge fund that just wants houses, okay? Supply now is being attacked by not enough houses being built, not enough houses being sold. At the same time, we can kind of combat that until hedge funds come in and they just start buying up every fucking thing they want. One of the things that I've noticed is that luxury home sales are dropping in price. All the prices are going to drop. That's where everybody gets confused. If the average home today is 480,000, the price drop that we're going to look at is about to 450, maybe 445. Your average home will be 445. That's a three bedroom, probably like 17 to 2100 square foot, three bedroom, two car garage in a decent neighborhood. You're looking at about $450,000 in Vegas. 
That this, these are Vegas numbers, but wherever you are, just know there's going to be about a 10 to 15% correction in pricing. That's it. After that 10 to 15%, this is what life is going to be. These loans aren't fraudulent loans. We're not dealing with shitty money. What we're dealing with is just a bad supply. And for the first time, they've been able to use homes as investments and hedge funds have been taking advantage of just poor people. And this is blatant. And that's why I say it's only been 100 years we've been selling houses for. Maybe a little bit longer, but... We've never had to deal with hedge funds buying fucking houses. They're not buying multi-million dollar houses. They're not buying apartment complexes and making them cheaper. They're not helping anybody out. They're not gentrifying neighborhoods. We're just not able to fucking keep up with the bullshit. But I do remember in 2008 and 9, there was buildings in Harlem for a dollar. Ten houses on my block were under $90,000. Do you think I didn't purchase that? For less than $1.5 million, we could buy nine houses and we had money in the bank? Yeah, we did that. Each one of those houses went from 90,000 to pop to 370. And that was then. That was 2015. Now they're like four and change. There's going to be many opportunities. Pay attention. The drop that you're going to see is a correction first, and then it'll level out. 420, 425, average 435. Get used to it. $2,000 rent. Get used to it. You want to be wealthy? Find yourself rental properties and watch how that rent will never go down, and you should be straight. Get insurance, find you a good handyman, and watch you make money. You're going to make tons of money. I promise you, you will not. You have to be in charge of your future. Don't wait. Don't fucking wait for nothing because it's going to be a dirty couple of years. Uh, Here he go. Here he go. (laughs) It's happening in the consumer market. We'll talk about that. I got got an article on the consumer market. Uh, Um... See, that's interesting. Uh, the question in the comments before we continue on uh, was, uh, is this going to affect the the service market as far as Airbnbs and Lyft? And I'm assuming, you know, like Toro and things like that. Not yet. You won't see that take a hit because people want to get away. People will spend their last to get away and then figure out how to take care of their bills. Airbnb, though, has always been under attack due to just real estate agents trying to figure out how to get in the game different municipalities protecting people that live in neighborhoods that have to deal with these short-term it's a bad product for people that live in in nice neighborhoods and have to deal with airbnb so those services are always under attack the biggest issue that i've been starting to see is that gig fat gig workers are not being qualified for loans that's a big issue when gig workers aren't being qualified or independent contractors find it harder. Like I'm having the hardest time getting a loan right now because I'm an independent contractor. I'm a realtor. I have to sell 10 houses to make a million dollars. Like that's usually my math. I try to sell two to three houses a month. That's the goal. Two to three houses a month puts a decent amount of money in my pocket and I can take care of my children. That's not a thing at the moment. And as an independent contractor, if you can't show steady wealth then you know, you can't take a loan. You can't. Commercial isn't going to take a hit because commercial is going to be repurposed. So the idea that commercial real estate is going to take a hit, that's not going to happen. What you're going to see is a bunch of empty lots getting bought and sold and repurposed. Like I'm trying to buy as a shopping center in Summerlin right now. I want to make that a La Bonita. If I could find the right investors that want to go in on me, I think that's a $250 million property that we can turn into a billion dollar dream for La Bonita, Marquetón, or any Spanish grocery store. And whoever has the... I'm telling you, if the, the family from La Bonita, Mariana's, or or any of the families from uh, Malqueton want to get together and put that together, there's a shopping center in Summerlin where I can make you a billion dollars. There's shopping centers all over Vegas that I want to buy and convert into mixed housing. You can make them into apartment complexes, condos, lofts, but we have to sell them. We can't do rentals. We have to sell. If we don't have that change in, in our country when it comes to sales, we have to stop renting. We need people to own properties in order for us to move forward. We don't. They don't move forward. They don't do anything. They, uh, You get stuck in a loop. They're forcing you to be renters for the rest of your lives. Uh, Elon Musk, y'all been listening to the beef with Elon with Twitter, right? Here's numbers that I've always, I, and I've, I think it was higher before when I used to talk about it, but these numbers, I just want to make sure everybody's aware of what's happening with Twitter. In America, only 12% of Americans even use Twitter. 12%. So when you hear people voicing their problems on Twitter, that's not shit. It's literally the, just them. And it's the issue that we have with our electoral system and why we have the voting system broken down the way that we do. And I know people hate to hear that shit, but guess what? The electoral college defeats Twitter's bullshit. Hear me out. 
Twitter's only 12% by Americans. Twitter usage is only 12% overall by Americans. Where do you think that's coming from? Both coasts, West and East Coast. So just like in elections, that's where most of the people are in the country. Most of our decision-making comes from those two coasts, and that affects the whole country. The Electoral College defeats that. Twitter can't. So when something happens on Twitter, what's the consensus? We all feel this way. It's not true. It's not true. If 25% of them are bots, it's even worse. That means that it might be an even lower user base, which is, should be illegal. They should not even be allowed to fucking count out that they have those numbers. I just wanted to put that out there. I thought that was a big deal. Uh, luxury home sales have dropped, what, 9%? That's that's definitely... uh that Dropping 9%, it doesn't surprise me. A lot of these luxury homes are pretty high, and they're going to be high for fucking wild. But those people have money. If they're slowing down buying, just understand that it's going to be 10 times harder for us because we're going to see their the effects from that we'll start to see later. Like you're going to see higher home prices up until probably next September. Last quarter or, or top of the quarter well, for me would be August next year. So your September end of the year, the beginning of my year next year is when I see things turning over for the buyer. It's going to be a seller's market for the next year. So if you have property, you're winning. It's just, it is what it is. What else is happening? Jake Paul has a fight coming. Now, Jake isn't the one that I'm excited for. It's the Puerto Rican fighter that he's got. I would love to see her fight again, and I hope she wins again, and she has a great career going. But Jake is now a real boxer, and he hasn't done any Jake shit. Does anybody care? How much money is this really going to make now if the last fucking fight flopped? Uh, what they say, Shady McBroom is doing another fight? That's fucking wonderful, right? Who's going to get paid from the last fucking fight? Have we figured that shit out? <coughs> oh, KD's involved? Oh, my God. Somebody go get KD. Get KD away from this celebrity boxing bullshit. <laughs> oh, man. What a great start to a show. I hope I've helped. I hope I gave information okay. on what's happening with the economy. We'll be here doing this shit until things get better, y'all. If y'all want to donate, as a matter of fact, on Monday... Right in here, we're changing this and we're going to put the donation thing. I'm trying to raise $2,500. So that's going to be the goal. And y'all see that on the screen. My bad. I'm pointing at my screen. But down here, we'll have the donation. Just hit the cash app. We're looking to raise $2,500 within like three weeks. That's the goal. So we'll try to do that. I don't even want. I just, I need $2,500. I'm going to put that out there. Fuck it. I see people do it all the time. Yeah, they do. Susan, shut up. My assistant stayed with me. She doesn't want to leave. I'm not paying her anymore. <laughs> one of my neighbors owns a repo yard and he said it's hot as fish grease out there average car note right now is $800 who the fuck is making this much money and where are you because I need you as a client if you're paying $800 a car note and you're paying $2,000 in rent you're paying $2,800 a Get the fuck out of here. Let me do some math real fast so y'all understand these crazy-ass numbers. $2,800 a month. You're Bro, in rent and car note alone, you're paying forty-five grand. The average income in Vegas, 32. $32. This is what a couple makes in Las Vegas. My bad. Damn, y'all can't see that. Uh, there it goes. <sighs> How is anybody supposed to live like this? Cars are about to get repoed left and right. Used cars are high as fuck right now. I got two broke cars and one running car, and I'm sick. Fuck. I need $2,500 for this goddamn transmission. So uh, whenever y'all ready, start donating. Donations. Donations. <laughs> Fucking Umar in this bitch. Oh, man. Man, oh, man. How y'all doing? Y'all good? I think we're having a great show. We haven't done anything on the list. I'm trying to get to it, but we just keep going all over the place. I am. I'm in terrible spirits. I am. That job don't call me back. Be doing this shit 24-7 like broke house. I don't care. Hey. Don't you ever think if somebody can go live all day, they're not doing anything? I'm just saying, whatever. Uh, Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates. Kevin. 
fucking Gates. Kevin Gates is a, a very introspective artist, and he has a very polarizing career. I love Kevin. Kevin's done some dumb shit, and I stayed away from the dumb shit, but I love Kevin. I stood by Kevin when he did that shit with the girl. He did not kick her in the chest, but he did go to jail behind it. Uh, Kevin Gates released a song two days ago that had the internet ablaze, and he was talking about Beyonce, the queen. You don't do that. He talked about Bundle of Britney that he blew her shit down. Uh, Ruby Rose. I still don't know who the fuck she is, but I guess I'll meet her one day. How he want to tear her down. Him and his wife broke up. Apparently there was an affair going on. Gates is one fucking hell of a rollout machine. Let's see what he got going. Gates is 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 definitely on a tear. You know what's real interesting about Kevin Gates that I've always just been baffled on? So how the fuck does he meet such talented young artists and then doesn't like follow through like he was with nba young boy right when he was popping off he was with rowdy wave right when he was popping off like these are two huge artists and he fucked that all up fuck that all up uh fuck that all up he fucked that all up once these cars start getting repoed remember how i told you last week by the way just so we could see how everything comes tying together last week I told you, or last episode, I told you dealerships or manufacturing, car manufacturers don't want to send their new cars to dealers. They want to send them direct to consumer. So what you're going to see is a big influx of used cars. Now, repos, it, that's literally going to blow the door down for more used car sales, which would, you know, supposedly you would want in, in, in all effect. If you buy a bunch of cheaper cars, you would bring down prices, which would help the economy. But so many people are going to be hurting from the repo because their credit's going to take a hit. They're not going to be able to get a new car no time soon. And who knows? They even got any money saved up to buy a car. So car prices are going to be high as fuck for a little while. <laughs> this shit is crazy, bro. It doesn't stop. It does not stop. Kevin Gates um, got an album coming out, and I hope it comes out soon. Good luck to him. May peace be upon you. That's a good dude. And shout out to uh, the Stimmy Ballers. That's what they call them. That's to bust a couple shots for the Stimmy Ballers. That's real. That's real. Some of y'all came up on some false pretenses. It's like Elon Musk said, a lot of y'all made some stupid ass money. And y'all got to learn some real lessons. A lot of people about to go broke. There's a lot of money. Do you know that you can count to 1 million in five days, but to count to a billion, it would take you 35 years. Stop telling me you're going to be a billionaire. The hope to hit a million. A lot of you motherfuckers might not see a million in 50 years. Let that sink in. Like me and my wife had to make independently over $150,000 for a couple years for us to see a million. That was two people at a high, high level, not music money. Music money was way different, a lot faster. Unbelievable how much money we made. It was like, a, I think at my peak in music, I was making $1,700 a minute. Oh, man. Times have changed. Yeah. We, listen, it's going to create this. What's going to happen? What happens in recession time is that hustle, real hustlers dominate. You're going to see people that have been keeping their head down and spending their money on the right things flourish uh one of my biggest mentors is warren buffett that's why i work at berkshire like i'm up under berkshire for great reasons Ber uh, uh warren buffett says when people spend you save so for the past couple years i just been stacking even though i had to burn it up in other ways i wasn't spending frivolously why because now everybody's gonna stop spending that's when i shine i spend the most when people stop spending i'm gonna start buying houses cars i'll start buying clothing again you know what i'm saying like uh you don't buy high-end clothing when things are good. You're supposed to wait till things are bad. I promise you. You'll learn the difference one day. I got a leather jacket in there that's like 15 years old, but that quality leather, you couldn't catch again at the same price. Oh, man. It's just economic shit that you should pay attention to. Mark my words. When people are balling and going crazy spending, don't you spend a fucking dollar. Wait. And when it's over, you go spend, and I bet you get more. <laughs> I bet you dollars to donuts, you're going to make more than they did off of whatever they got because they're going to be desperate. They're going to be desperate as fuck. You know how many people sold podcast equipment? <laughs> Don't tell. Nah, nah, that's, that's business. That's what we're here for. We're here to pass gems on to our people because we need to grow as a people. You know, our people think that when everybody's spending, you're supposed to go spend. So our people do stupid shit and risk it all to try to keep up.
No, that's a stupid mentality. You have to do the opposite in order to do well. I promise. I pro One of my biggest saving graces is always having a house. I bought a house in 19. We've had six houses. We're, we have paid less than most people pay rent for all of our 20s and up to our mid-30s. Like, these are, like, tricks of the trade you should have. Like, I don't want my son to get an apartment. I want him to stay his ass home until we can afford to buy him a condo. And then when that time comes, he's going to take his money, either buy the condo to live in, or we're going to take that condo and put it somewhere that, well, not put it somewhere. We would purchase one in an area where we could rent it and make money from it. And then the goal would be to buy it because I got five kids. I could buy four condos or a building or a fourplex, and they can own each one, and they can make their own money every month. And then we can get an insurance we can have an insurance over our whole family for about two, two and a half million dollars. And they can just keep growing off of our fucking insurance policy and we could borrow against that. Then as a family, we can come together. And if anybody ever needs anything, we just got to talk to each other as a business. Now we own a million dollar fourplex and all of my kids are doing well. Dad is in trouble. Mom's in trouble. Uncle's in trouble. Whatever the case is, my kids can now come together collectively with their money and say, listen, we got... A million dollars here, two million here. We need to do something with this and take care of things. Or I got an idea. Can we take a million, go buy another building, flip it? And that's how I hope I run my kids. Like, I want my kids to come together as a business. They don't even got to be fucking friends. They just got to know that as long as they can live well and they can make money, life will be easy for them. And I mean, that's just a matter of teaching them. And that's what we're here to do. So we ain't hiding secrets from nobody. Okay. We're not hiding shit. We're putting it all out there so that we can grow. You know, the more people that do well, the more people do well. We we there's no crabs in the bucket here. We ain't here for that. Not at all. Let's get into today's first story. Mr. Beebers. I feel bad for Beebs. I feel bad for oh, Beebs. Yeah. Let's bust a couple shots for Justin Bieber when the Crips in LA made him do push-ups and then he sang that little song, little words, and that was a no-no. But he got like pressed up on by a bunch of gangsters and shit. And and he had to do push-ups, so you know, little Beeb's been really out there thugging. But I, oh, I honestly, I love Justin Bieber. I saw him get his first tattoo at Molly Mall's house. That's how long I've known Beeb's. And when we were in there recording, I was like, "Oh, who's that little girl getting a tattoo? Maybe you shouldn't let her get a tattoo." And he was like, "I ain't a little girl." And I was like, "Oh shit, my bad." <laughs> Yo, that was when they had the chicken. Yeah. Yeah, that shit was funny as fuck. Hey, me and Wiz Khalifa got high and fed Molly's wolves uh, Taco Bell tacos. Uh, you know the taco, uh, not Taco Bell, uh, Jack in the Box. It's right there by Molly's house on Trump. You know what I'm talking about? Bro, yeah. <laughs> about like 400 fucking tacos. <laughs> Yo, hey, I swear to God, bro, Wiz Khalifa's like nine feet tall, bro. And he's like, Hey, look, it's wolves. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck you mean it's wolves? And I look over and I shit you now, bro. Molly got a fucking pit in his front yard. And it's like 14 feet deep. And these fucking wolves can jump to the top of the fence. And Wiz is like, <laughs> Yo. No, bro. Wow, yo. Stories that are complex. Let's read this story. All right. I'm back. I'm sorry. Stories that are complex. 28-year-old singer. My bad. I didn't even start the, uh, the teleprompter. Uh, the 28-year-old singer took to Instagram on Friday to reveal that he's been diagnosed with Ramsey's Hunt Syndrome, a rare neuro neurological disorder that can cause facial facial paralyzation. Wow. Ah, oh. damn, dude, that's like the scary, like Bell's palsy, you know, stroke. Like that's tough. Bieber shared the news just days after he was forced to postpone a number of his tour dates, citing health concerns. They said it was COVID. I wonder if this comes from COVID. This is kind of scary. I wonder if this comes from the the shot. Who knows? In quotes, it's from this virus that attacks the nerves in my ear, my facial nerves, and has caused my face to be paralyzed. Uh, he said in a nearly three-minute video, Bieber pointed out that the right side of his face was unable to move as he can only smile and blink on the left side. So for those who are frustrated by my cancellations of my next shows, I am just physically obviously not capable of doing them. He continued, this is pretty serious, as you can see, and he posted a video of what was happening with him. That's tough. That's probably one of the harder things to deal with when it comes to any types of diseases, when it's uh, neurological, anything in your nerves, when it comes to uh, paralyzations in that fashion. That's terrifying. My grandmother had 
rheumatic fever. I'm pretty sure I'm not pronouncing that right. Well, she was paralyzed for a couple of years as a child. She caught a nail on top of her head under a house in Puerto Rico. My grandfather had uh, pimentosis retinitis. He was blind uh, at a young age, and he was hit in the face with a battery acid by the mafia, and that attacked his vision. I always hurt for those that lose their just regular abilities. I understand how difficult it is, and I know that it's... um, as an entertainer, we can't have nothing happen to our faces. Like, this is all we got. I'm ugly as fuck. Could you imagine if I was uglier as fuck? If I was uglier as fuck? This show, I might make more money if I was even... Uh, I just want to make light of it. Justin, I hope you get better. He had Lyme disease for quite some time, and I know that that shit ruins your body. So, you know, to Justin, his wife, and his family, I hope everything gets better. That's a... Uh, fuck, dude, that's tough. That's tough. It really is. So let's talk about this market watch study that's been going around. And everybody knows that this inflation isn't a joke. We're back in the 1980s. I want you to understand what that means. That means groceries now are more expensive than they've been in 30 fucking years. Gas now is as high as it's ever been in the United States. Wonderful. And our president is sitting down with fucking Jimmy Kimmel's fat ass to talk about who the fuck knows what while we sit here and suffer because they can't figure out how to get this shit together. Stories at a market watch. The numbers of the University of Michigan gauge of consumer segment fell sharply to a record low reading of 50%. Down from May, that's 58.4%. Let me just help you out understand this. What they're gauging these numbers on is how much money people are spending, right? They have an average of what people make and then what they spend. To have a healthy economy, we have an idea of what it should look like because we've seen it. So we go off of those numbers. If right now we're hitting a 50, that means every other person is basically spending at half mass. I mean, that's kind of like the best way I could describe it. What you would want people to do is to be out there blowing the bag. That's the only way the economy works is if people spend. When people stop spending, this happens. And it's not that people aren't spending. What's happening is that their money doesn't get them shit. You take $100 to Walmart and you leave them with nothing. You open the trunk and it'll be two fucking things. Uh, economist polled by the Wall Street Journal Journal had expected as June readings of uh, 59%. They've been very... Fi- <sighs> okay. The economists knew what was coming. I told y'all last week the recession started. If you look right now, all the news is talking about is inflation, 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 recession, 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 and how shit's going to get worse. They're not going to say recession because they don't want to scare people. These economists saw this shit coming a long time ago. At the top of the year, we were told housing would go up 21% or drop flat. Those were our predictions. We were at 24% increased by February. Gas hit $5 and nobody said shit. Y'all got mad, but not mad enough. We're pushing six, hitting seven. What is your money getting you now when you're spending $150 fucking dollars at the gas pump? It's, it's going to be so bad. Americans' expectations for overall inflation over the next year rose from 5.4 in June from 3.3 in May. So we went up two points in a couple of months. Two points. It's... <laughs> It's almost irreversible if it keeps going this fast. We're just going to be dead-ass poor. It'll drop the zip, and then we'll get back up and just start all over again. Uh, While expectations for inflation over the next five years jump from 3.3 to 3% in a prior... I don't see how to even come up with that number. Inflation is going to hit 10 to 12%. Mark my words. Inflation will hit 12%. If inflation hits 12%, we're all fucked. What'd you say? They're going to do it. The industry doesn't need a bailout. The industry never needed a bailout. That was the dumbest shit that they tricked Obama into doing. The industry needs to fail. This country relies on people dying and succeeding. That's why we have a, such a weakness in our education. They removed basic economics. Economics is about competition. If your shitty shit is shitty, then you don't sell it and you die. That needs to happen. We don't have a bad loan situation this time around, y'all. What we have right now is just... There's no work. There's this weird thing that happened with investors and fiduciaries for the top, and nobody gave a fuck about the bottom for so long that when COVID hit, it erased the bottom. We were coming at a point in time where the bottom half was actually making headway. COVID hit, that shit's out the window. 
It's going to take stopping hedge funds from buying houses. It's going to take unionization. It's going to take collective bargaining to get more money into households. If average household rent is $2,000 for average rent, that means average income should be $25 to $35. If not, people can't fucking live. And it doesn't make you any more money. We talk about millionaires and billionaires today like that's something you could just do. That shit takes years and years. Y'all talk about six-figure jobs like they ain't shit. You ain't never touched six figures. You never have. Anybody making over 60 a year knows life is great. Make over 90, you almost, there's a certain amount, this is how I know motherfuckers ain't made money. There's a certain amount of money you can make per year that becomes more painful to make than to not. You would be best off not making it. You have to take losses when you make money. You don't have to take a loss. Yeah, it costs more to be broke. So what I'm saying is be successful so you don't got to be broke. But you have to literally spend your fucking money to keep your money. Who buys a helicopter? And you sell it right back. Ah, uh, I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all gonna keep me getting off the track. Let me just uh, let me get into the rest of this. This is some key details that came out of this article. According to the U, so it was University of Michigan report. A gauge of consumers' view on the current conditions tumbled from 54.4 to 63.3 in the prior months. <coughs> it's the same shit. I don't even know why I put that down. Basically, what we're seeing is about a nine point up and down. Not the best. In the summer, you want to see people spend more. It usually slows down a little bit because people are on the road. So what you see is that the cities that have tourist attractions usually flourish during the summertime. And then your regular economics slow down come August, which, you know, I'm kind of worried. This is supposed to be the biggest moving time right now. You know, July, June, July, people start to get around. You might see some moves. But August, right before school starts, it gets crazy. Every fucking year, it happens all the time. August is the most money spent. August is the most... Yeah, August is the most. August every year and January is the most expensive months of the year because that's when people want to spend as much money as they possibly can. How? I never said it. So the only hold on, hold on, hold on. He said they're gonna try to wait, uh, but that'll make us a socialist economy. There is no nothing that I've ever said in any fashion or form is socialism. I never spoke about socialism. I said we have to have competitive markets. That means we don't have we shouldn't have a minimum wage. Minimum wages don't exist. Minimum wage is zero. You should get paid according to what your value is, right? That socialist economy, a socialist economy would have to be something where we all pitch in and we all take from. That's never going to happen and I'll never ever in my life stand for that. You need to work for you, I need to work for me, and that's how we live. I'm not here to take from the rich and give to the poor. What I'm saying is that businesses need to understand that if they're investing in the workers, they can have money for the investors at the top that are putting money in and are on the board predicting what's going to happen with the with the company's you know futures. UPS right now is taking money from the workers to increase their revenue. How is that okay? Not socialist. What I'm saying is that people deserve their fair fucking share. And I don't think it's right that we sat down and allowed these companies. The lady that's over at UPS right now that turned you that they, she took $230 out of everybody's pocket at UPS, increased their overall revenue. She did the same shit to Home Depot. That lady should be locked in fucking jail and thrown rocks at her ass until she can't fucking walk. You do. How do you fight for the people at the top and not for the people that make you the fucking money? That's why we need unionization. That's why we need collective bargainings. And the only reason I say that is because if you put fire to these businesses, they're going to have to take care of their people better. We're going to come into this weird space from here to the end of the year where people are going to be so desperate that these companies are going to end up taking over and they're going to be able to pay people nothing. And so people get fed the fuck up because they can't afford fucking rent anymore. That's what's going to happen. We will never be in a socialist situation. This piece of shit administration now is trying to do that shit and it ain't working. It isn't working. We are. A, the reason why America works is because it was an experiment and this experiment is working. A free market. Capitalism. What happened was that greed was introduced and idiots like to say that capitalism and greed are the same thing, but they're not. We're all capitalists. We all are. Nobody's a real socialist. You know what socialism does and, and communism? Just so you know, it makes everybody equal. Not in the best way, in the worst way. You seen Brazil? Have you seen the favelas? 
Welcome to communism. Look at Cuba. They're still using cars from 1955, not by choice. You think them kids are engineers like that, where they take boat engines and put them in cars because they're just smart? They don't see new fucking cars in Cuba because of this shit. They've ruined everybody's wealth because of this shit. And that's what this country's doing. But we're not going to be socialists. We're just going to drag people around as long as we can until they get fed the fuck up. I promise. Man, and that's it. <laughs> I don't even want to read the rest of the uh, the rest of the stories. It's Friday. My name's Kasabian. And I think we had a hell of a show today. I wanted to talk a story about Trump wanting to paint the uh uh he wanted to paint uh, Air Force One red. He wanted their dark red at the bottom and like bright red at the top. And they're like, no. <laughs> Fucking Trump, dog. That's that boy. What else was I going to read? A computer at Google, a cloud developer named uh, Emma Haruka, Iowa, has beaten a record. Uh, so they calculated pi to 100 trillion, which is fucking nerd talk. And I love it. Like, that was the coolest shit. Uh, I might read that on my own time and just post that shit on TikTok because I thought that shit was dope. I was like, oh, my God, they calculated pi. Like, what? Are you crazy? Uh, and then that plane story. But that was it. It's Friday. I want y'all to enjoy yourselves. Have a good weekend. Remember, to, we're, we're trying to get $2,500. So donate to the Xavier Lavo uh, Cash App. I think it's the Xavier Lavo Show. Cash App, Xavier Lavo. $2,500. Let's get me out of this hole, y'all. It's Friday. And I hope y'all. Oh, it's bust, bust a couple shots with Big Papa. You already know this is a hip hop show. My name is. What is it? Kasabian, live in the moment, don't live in the past. Be safe, stay dangerous. Lavo loves you. Wow.